on here. <laughs> on here. A year of new beginnings. God is speaking us to Good News Family Worship Center, probably many congregations around the globe maybe. But we know for here, for Good News Family Worship Center, a year of new beginnings. Amen? And we know that this is a new chapter. That's what's been spoken. This is a new chapter, a beginning of a new chapter. Amen? But this being a year of new beginnings... A new beginnings for what? I believe this is that there are some in here that need a new beginning in their spiritual life, in their spiritual walk. There may be some in here that need new beginnings in relationships, new beginnings in financial situations, new beginnings in, in their homes, in the atmosphere of their homes. New beginnings in business ventures. New beginnings. There's so many different new beginnings that we can pull from, that we could draw from and say, yes, I need that. I need this. I need a new start here. I need a fresh start here. I need a new chapter, an old end to the past here, and I need a new start. Maybe it's a new relationship with your children. Maybe it's a new relationship w- with your spouse. Listen, we, we all have something that possibly we need a new, fresh start with. Amen? And I want to say this, is that it seems like in, in this past year, maybe we've faced trials, we've faced some obstacles, we've faced some, faced some challenges and things, and what the enemy wants to do is try to use a lot of the negativity to try to draw us down, to bring a damper on our spirit, to bring a damper on our joy, to bring a damper on, on what, who God has made us to be, to bring a damper on us overcoming these obstacles, these little trials, these little storms that we face to keep us from getting into the good things of God. And that's to, to walk out our spiritual walk with, with purity, with heart, with fervor, with strength. And so the devil's going to do whatever he can to try to damper and put a cloak over that. Amen? So we need a new, fresh, this is the word of the Lord for Good News Family Worship Center. A year of new beginnings. What is the new beginning that you need? Amen? What is your new beginning? Hallelujah. I want to just take some, the time today and just read through some things, and I want to take a look at a new beginning that we see here that happened with the, the people of God, Israel. And we want to take a look at this because this is going to be a, a dovetail, be an example of the new beginning that you and I need. Amen? We're going to see some things that the Word of God talks about, spiritually speaking, but we need to take hold of this for whatever new beginning you need, and we need to take hold of it and go to God with it. Amen? And approach God and, and, and approach him with, without any fear of, of, or condemnation or, 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 you know, approach God boldly. Amen? Approach his throne boldly, confidently, knowing that as you're seeking him, because when your heart is turned towards him, when your face is turned towards him, now you're totally surrendered. Amen? But the boldness and the confidence is when you're approaching in strength and you're approaching in faith and you're not approaching in, in, in uh, just pride, but you're approaching knowing that he is the source that you, that you have that need, that answer for. Amen? To get a new start, a fresh start. This is a year. 
Pastor was just saying, this is the year of, of great things, some, some, the, the blessings of God to be poured out upon us. The blessings of God to be poured out in your situation. Amen? What does blessing look like? Does it always look like green? No. It looks like breakthrough. It looks like uh, uh, you know, a stepping through, a, a, a overcoming things that have been uh, getting in your way. Amen? Maybe holding you back. That's what the blessings of God does. It breaks you through and breaks you into his favor, not just favor with him, but favor with man also. Amen? So what is God doing? He's giving us a new beginning. A new beginning. Amen? Hallelujah. If you would, turn with me to the book of Ezra. I want to take a look here. As you're um, turning towards Ezra, I want to read something here. Uh, just through studies and looking up some different things and different concordances. I want to preface what we're about to read, okay? So as you're turning, please hear what I'm saying. The nation of Israel was about as spiritually low as you can go. The northern kingdom had fallen to the Assyrians in uh, 722 B.C. after a history of idolatry. The southern kingdom of Judah fell in 587 B.C. where Nebuchadnezzar destroyed Jerusalem and the temple and dragged the Jews into captivity in Babylon. Fifty years passed when out of the gloom, according to God's promise through Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 29, the promise came and he stirred up the pagan king, Cyrus, to issue a decree. Wait, God stirred up this pagan king. God can do anything on our behalf. He doesn't have to stir up the righteous person to get what we need to come into our possession or to be able to get to us what we need to get to or to get us through the things that we need to get through. God will cause all men to clear the path for his promise, for his purposes. It doesn't matter who they are. God will stir up the spirit within them to, to react, to, uh, to take action to what his prompting is. It's the same thing when we see the lost, when they come and they hear the gospel. It's the spirit of God that's stirring, that's prompting their spirit to respond. Amen? So it's the same thing that we see God is moving on this pagan king. Amen? To issue a decree permitting the Jews to return to the land. Almost 50,000 Jews responded. They gave up their lives in Babylon, risked the dangerous and difficult journey across the desert, and now we're back in the land. But it wasn't the land the old-timers had once known. It was a land devastated by war, suffering from 50 years of neglect. When in the seventh month, which they, they believe is September, October-ish, these Jews went up to Jerusalem. They came to a city where the walls were torn. They were torn down and buildings, including the temple, had been destroyed 50 years before. The hostile people that had moved in viewed these returning Jews with suspicion. There was nothing happening spiritually that they had been able to see. And yet God had promised a new beginning in this desolate ghost town. Hello. 
where it seems like that we don't have the, 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 the blessings coming into our possession. Where it seems like, God, where are you at in this situation? God, where are you at in my marriage? God, where are you at in my relationship? God, where are you at in my spiritual walk? Where we seem like it's a ghost town. A desolate place. God is stirring. God is moving. Amen? Why? That's his word of the Lord for Good News Family Worship Center. For us, those that are here, there's a reason why God is speaking to you saying, you have a new beginning. Because there's areas that have an old past where it seems like, God, where are you? And he's saying, you have a new beginning. Why? Because God's about to do something good. Did you hear me? God's about to do something good. Hallelujah. Whether it is to his people corporately or to the individual believers who have fallen into sin, our God is a God of new beginnings. To the fallen but repent uh, to the fallen but repentant King David, the prophet said, "The Lord has taken away your sin." God is a God of new beginnings. Amen. To the disobedient and chastised prophet Jonah, vomited out of the great fish, the word of the Lord came the second time. God is a God that doesn't give up on us. Are you hearing me? There's a new beginning with God. God can create. God can do great and awesome things for you. God can do awesome things and give you breakthroughs in those areas that you need them. It doesn't matter what we have done. It doesn't matter our, our, how our relationship with him looks. God is saying a new beginning for you. A new beginning. So we should be expectant of great things from God. We shouldn't just hear a new beginning. Oh, that's nice. Expect God to break through for you. Amen. When is God going to when is God going to respond? God has given us the option to step in and receive that word. Amen. For those that receive that word, we need to respond. How do we respond? First, we have to believe his word and have an expectancy that God is going to do what he said. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> To the weeping and broken Peter, the risen Savior appeared privately to restore him. Have you failed the Lord miserably? You, good news, Tim Shannon, those that are hearing this. Have you failed the Lord miserably? It doesn't matter. God graciously offers you a new beginning. Hallelujah. Now let's look here in Ezra in chapter 3. God is offering new beginnings. Amen? Glory to God. Ezra in chapter 3 and verse 1. And when the seventh month had come, are you there? Everyone say amen if you're there. Amen. Ezra chapter 3 verse 1. And when the seventh month had come and the children of Israel were in his cities, the people gathered together as one man to Jerusalem. In unity. Why? There was a purpose. There was a, God had stirred up this, this wackadoo king, his spirit, to say, you know what? People of, people of God, go back to your hometown. 
establish the tabernacle, establish a place of worship for God again. That was the word of the Lord through Jeremiah that said that this would happen. Amen? And here God stirs Cyrus's spirit to allow those to leave, to go back, to, to establish that place of worship for God again. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Then Joshua, the son of Josedach, and his brethren, the priests, and Zerubbabel, the son of uh, Sheetel, and his brethren, arose and built the altar of God of Israel to offer burnt offerings on it, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. Now, looking back here, they did what? They established the altar of God first. I want to say this, is that when we see this, that the altar of God, the altar of God for us as new covenant believers is the cross of Jesus Christ. How do we establish new beginnings for our life in whatever situation it is? We have to establish the altar of God first. We have to go back to the cross of Jesus. Fall at his feet for worship. Come to him and return to him with that situation. Maybe you feel like that spiritually you're, you've, everything's been all good. But in this area, this situation, it just doesn't seem like there's breakthrough. There needs to be a falling back to the cross of Jesus, to the altar, to seek his face, to bring worship before him, to bring everything that you have within you before God. Lay every crown down before him. Lay every bit of pride and, and anything that would rise up before him. To bring complete humility before God. To seek his face. Why? Because that's the first place where everything in our Christian life begins. At the cross of Jesus. Amen? Return to that altar place. Amen? And what did they do then? They did exactly what the word of God had instructed concerning building the altar. We return to the altar. Amen. That's the first and foremost thing that we need to do. The second thing that we see just simply right here. They return to build the altar. And what did they do? They, they designed the altar based on what was written according to, the, to Moses, the man of God. What did they do? They obeyed the word of God. They obeyed the word of God. We have to first build that altar in our hearts. Build that altar, that place where we come back and we seek his face. And in that place, we worship him. And then in that place, there's an establishment that our heart is right with him. With whatever situation, with whatever area there, there is, we're establishing a right relationship. And in that place is, God, you're in control. God, you have this. I trust you. I believe you. And worshiping him for who he is. Amen? Secondly, is returning to the word of God. We have to obey his word. We have to obey what has been written, what has been spoken to us, what has been written concerning that thing that you're believing for, that, that area that you need breakthrough, that new beginning that's happened. It's already happened when the word of God was spoken. 
and given to our pastors to, to give forth to us. It's already begun. We have to accept it. We have to believe it. Amen? But we have to trust the word of God, obey the word of God concerning what you need breakthrough, what you need that new beginning with. Amen? Hallelujah. Though fear had come, this is verse 3, though fear had come upon them because of the people of those countries, they set the altar on its bases and they offered burnt offerings on it to the Lord. I want to say this. They set it up and they made it known before all the people what they were doing. They set it up on its bases and made it established so that it can be seen. That they're establishing again what God has established, what God has called them to, to come to him, to seek his face, so that all the people that were in that territory knew that God was returning, that God was taking over, that God was giving favor to his people again, that God was bringing his blessings. Why? Because when they see, what are these people doing? They're setting his altar up. They're making it so that everyone could be, see this thing that's going on. What are they doing? They're acknowledging and setting forth that our God, our God will establish us again. Our God will do this. Our God will give us the blessing. They're making it known and making a scene that everybody that's out there, this is what's happening. It's not us and our strength. It's our God that can do this. This land that's been desolate, this land that's been broken, it's been war, beat up and destroyed by wars after war after war for years. And it's broken in rubble. The temple's broken. And here they are reestablishing. God, you are first. Amen. And here they're making a declaration before the people so that they can see. Amen. Hallelujah. So they bring their burnt offerings and they bring their offerings, their morning and evening uh, burnt offerings. Verse 4. They also kept the Feast of Tabernacles as it is written. Again, as, do, as it is written, uh, obeying the law, obeying what's been written, amen, what God has established, and offered the daily burnt offerings in the number required by ordinance for each day. Afterwards, they offered the regular burnt offerings, and those uh, for new, new moons and for all the appointed feasts of the Lord that were consecrated, and those of everyone who willingly offered a free will offering to God, to the Lord. Hallelujah. From the first day of the seventh month, they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord, although the foundation of the temple of the Lord had not been laid. See, again, they wanted to establish the altar first. We have to establish that altar first. We have to establish coming to the Lord, coming before him, and seeking his face first. Before we do anything, before we try to build up anything in our life, trying to remind our, ourselves of, of all the things of his word, first come to him. Seek his face. Before we try to establish any part of our structure, a new beginning means sometimes we need to knock down the structure to rebuild a stronger structure. Amen? Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's needed. Hallelujah. What's that mean? That means if we have something that's going on in our life, maybe we need to knock some things out, cut some things out of our life, come back to a place where there's a pure slate that we can seek the Lord and say, God, what is it that I need? Seeking Him, 
worshiping him, coming before him at that altar place. But sometimes we need to take that place. We, it's our responsibility, the things that's been, that have been holding us back, to knock them out. Get them out of our life. Amen? Amen. So we can establish a place that God only can hold. That God only can control in our hearts, in our lives. Because for some, there may be a place where there's other things that have taken hold of our heart. Maybe taken hold of that, that spiritual place that we have given up. And we need to knock them things out of our life so we can reestablish. This is the place for the Lord God. Maybe it's the situations that we've gotten ourselves into. We need to reel back. Take the step back. Evaluate. Look. See, you know what? This needs to stop. I need to stop going to this place. I need to stop putting this before my eyes. I need to stop these things so that I can reestablish. This is the place that the Lord God wants in my life. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 6. From the first day of the seventh month, they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord, although the foundation of the temple of the Lord had not been laid. They also gave money to the masons and the carpenters and food and drink and oil to the people of Sidon and Tyre uh, to bring cedar logs from Lebanon to the sea to Joppa, according to the permission which they had from Cyrus, king of Persia. Verse 8. Now in the second month of the second year of their coming of the house, to the house of God at Jerusalem, Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, is how it's pronounced, Joshua, the son of Josedek, and the rest of the brethren, the priests and the Levites, and all those who had come out of the captivity to Jerusalem began work and appointed the Levites from 20 years old and above to oversee the work of the house of the Lord. What were they doing? There's now work that's being established on the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Then Yeshua with his sons and brothers, Cadmiel with his sons and the sons of Judah, arose as one to oversee those working on the house of God. The sons of Hanadad with their sons and their brothers, brethren, the Levites. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their apparel with trumpets and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals to praise the Lord according to the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his mercy endures forever toward Israel." Then all the people shouted with, great, with a great shout, and they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. I want to say this. When we first got into that place of the altar, and we've come to that place where we're obeying the word of God, there's a place now that we need to establish the house of the Lord. We need to build the kingdom, the kingdom of God. We need to build a place where God is, is being exalted, where God is being thrown. What I'm simply saying is this. When we've come to the altar, when we've began to be in that place obeying the word of God, it's now time to build his house. Amen. We need to do something with what God's been doing in our lives. 
It's not just building an altar and obeying his word. But he wants us to get over and past that and begin to work and build his house. We see a physical house that these people of Israel have come back to build. God wants a spiritual house to be built. He wants this, this kingdom that he's established here on earth to be seen. How's it seen? It's by us applying everything that we're laying to the altar. Everything that we're receiving through the word of God. And we're making it seen, his kingdom here on earth, by doing what? By taking what's on the inside and going to the lost, going to the broken. And we're taking where we've gotten our breakthrough and bringing it to other people. Are you hearing me? It's time to do something. Where is the new beginning? The new beginning takes us to that place of the altar, but God doesn't want just a new beginning. He wants a new end for all of us in our situations. Are you hearing me? What's that situation? That's a, that, that end is we won. We've overcome. We've established what God has called us to. Are you hearing me? It's the place that God has called you and I to, that God wants us to complete the work that he's done within us and complete the work that he's called us to. When is the end? We don't know, but that's on God's timing. But God wants us to go through the process, to start that new beginning, to step into that anointing that he's called us to. Amen? He wants us to be free from everything that's been holding us back. He wants us to come into that place that we are his bride, that we're walking in holiness, walking in purity, and he wants his bride to rise in this time. Are you hearing me? This is the times that God is establishing the end times. Are you hearing? This is prophetic times that we're in because his bride is being separated. The virgins that are, 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 have their lamps filled with oil, their wicks are trimmed. They're ready for the coming of the sun. He's establishing it now. It's all over the globe. There's all kinds of things that are happening. The signs are here. Why can't we see it? God wants us to get into the place that he's called us to and rise in him. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Would you stand with me for a minute? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. We glorify you, Lord God. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord God, that you're coming for a church without spot, without wrinkle. And there may be church that have spot and wrinkle. And God, we pray for them uh, right now. We ask you, God, that you would grip their heart by the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, that you would begin to move on the, on the, the, the church worldwide. The Holy Ghost, that you would begin to stir in people's hearts, that you would draw them, all men, unto Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter saved or unsaved, but you would begin to stir that there would be a shift and a change and an expansion like we've never seen of the kingdom of God here on earth in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, God. This is a prophetic time and a prophetic atmosphere that we're living in right now. That God, that you are doing some great things and some marvelous things. Though the dark is growing near us and growing around us, that God, the light of God is is growing on the inside. That the church is rising to the place that you've called it. That God, the virgins are rising. The purity is coming into the church. That God, that you are bringing us into the place for your return. That God, that you are doing so something supernatural. That there's shock waves happening and God that 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 
thing that you placed, that picture that you placed on the inside of me at worship time, that there are those even in this, in this congregation right now, that it's like a boom effect, that people are being shot put into the new beginning and into the favor and breaking through in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for it, Lord God, that you are shocking this world, shocking the kingdom, shocking the, the Christians and those that have been walking without a, a, a sense of fear of the Lord, that, God, you're bringing back that fear of the Lord on the inside of us. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your anointing, God, that you are reestablishing your church, that you're reestablishing the gifts of the, of the gifts that you've placed on the inside of us, that you're establishing a supernatural, a supernatural realm, a supernatural awareness, a supernatural walk in your body. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Everyone said amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I just want to say this before you sit, is that God really wants us to take hold of his word. Take hold of what he's saying right now. Take hold of it. Don't just let the words be spoken and just hear it. Do something with it. Like we see in James. Don't be a hearer only. Do what he's telling us. Do what he's speaking to your heart. Do what he's speaking to your heart concerning the, whatever it is, the, what he's wanting to break you through. Listen to the words being spoken, not just right now, but what have been, been spoken in the past weeks. Take hold. Take hold. Take hold of that word. Run with it. Run with it. Hallelujah. 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 You know, when we're going to see, we're going to see God expressed and God moving and demonstrating when we take, when we do something with the word of God and not just see it and hear it, but when we take hold, do something, make it work in your life. How do you make it work? Put it to practice, put action to it. Do something with it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Shukuramba besikia sakalasha. Gonda gesikia vamba bayan bashanda onda gasha kala koache onda gasha. Goshi amba bashanga jagala vrambe enjiginda kanda kanda kunjiga kia katosho. Shanda gasikila ragandia kasha katia to onda gosha koichi. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. I believe this is that, I believe this, we need to go out in, in, in victory song. Hallelujah. Well, I'm not singing a pastor, but I, I, we need a victory song. Glory to God, because there's gifts that have it to sing it. Hallelujah. Listen, I believe this is that, that we need to celebrate. We need to celebrate God, celebrate what he's done for us, celebrate who he is and where he's taking us. Amen. We can lay hands. We can, we can, you know, have you come up and for those that need it. No, God is already established new beginning. God is saying, you know what? At this point now, celebrate him, celebrate him, 
celebrate him. Why? Because in this celebration, we know we have victory. We know we have victory, and we know that God is, is doing awesome work on the inside of this house, on you individually. Amen? So we're going to praise God, we're going to celebrate him, and we're going to go out victorious. Why? Because this is your new beginning. This is your new beginning. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just continue with your extending your hands. Worship him. Begin to praise him. We don't need to wait for this song. Hallelujah. We don't need to wait for this song. Come on, let's just give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Let the word of God rise up big on the inside of your heart and in your mouth. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We are stirred. We're inspired this morning. Hallelujah. We want to build that altar again, God. We want to come back and consecrate our lives to you, Lord. Hallelujah. For greater are you who's in us than he that's in the world. We are champions because of the champion. Hallelujah. We are more than overcomers because you overcame. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Come on, celebrate them. Hallelujah. Though this isn't just for this house. This word is for the body of Christ. Glory to God. We believe it. We receive it. We conceive it. We apply it. Hallelujah. Lo, Glory, 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 glory. Flow with the anointing this morning. Somebody give him a clap offering. Hallelujah. Lo, Let's make a statement in the spirit. Clapping isn't actually praise or worship, but it has a sound in the spirit. Bless God. That we are given an ovation to the King of kings and Lord of the lords. Jesus, you are worthy to be praised. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. This is not an option. Glory to God. As patriarchs and matriarchs in the faith of the God Almighty. That is our privilege to make those statements. Glory to God. Ha, shikete. Glory to God. Somebody responded last night and said, so let it be written. So let it be done. Hallelujah. We got a song there, right? Are you ready to praise him? We're going to follow and flow with the anointing. We're going out of here with a victory song. Tell your neighbor, we're going with a victory song. A sovereign God who's made himself available for us to call upon him any time we want to. Yeah. Hallelujah. If you confess the Lord, 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 Jesus, we want to talk to you this morning. If you confess the Lord, I need that in the monitor, please, the music. If you believe in the Father and the Holy Ghost, call him up, thanks. And tell him what you want. Yeah! When darkness comes your way, call him up. The Lord will brighten up your day as you will. When brighten up your day, call him up. When darkness comes your way, call him up. The Lord will brighten up your day. He'll brighten up your day. Call him up. 
for the new beginnings and Lord that was so wonderful pastor 
He's given a brand new end to the stuff we're letting go of. Holy Ghost said to Pastor Carol, there's going to be a flushing. Hallelujah. My God Almighty. Lord, flush out the things that would push us or lure us into that category of foolish virgins. And Lord, as Pastor preached, that we will be those wise virgins whose lamps are trimmed with oil. Wicks trimmed. Hallelujah. Looking for the coming of our groom. But Lord, empowered to take a lot of folk with us. In the name of Jesus, we give you the praise. Bless the word to our hearts. Empower it in our lives. And may we be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion according to your will. In Jesus' name. And the church shouted, Amen.